This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tinfoil Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? And it's your man, Dane. Three underscores, 313, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speak it on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Damon is bitch. All rise. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 384. On you, you hoes. Yeah, 384 All right. on you hoes. We should probably like just look it up before we even start recording. I usually do every but, time. But maybe like that's kind of our thing. Like, you know, so usually when I'm doing my little drink, I bring my phone out and look at the last episode, which was... Uh, which was 384. So this is actually episode 385. Okay. Uh, Plus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kids uh, back in school. For sure. For sure. Um, let's see. Yeah, 85. So, uh, yo, shout out to Trinidad Ant. Today is his birthday. Shout out, Ant. Happy birthday, bro. This is your last year in your 30s. You can start counting your summers down, my nigga. What you start- mean by that? You didn't... So I read the statistic. By time you, by time you like forty, you've seen, you've already experienced more summers than you will see. So you think he out of here at eighty? I mean, black man live at eighty. You can just start counting them down instead of counting up. Start. Well, I can say the man in my family live a long time. Okay. My grandma, she what eighty eight right now. Her older brother is still alive. You know what I'm saying? I like I had twenty five more summers. You know, God willing. That's not a lot. Next only sixty five. G. I don't know. This that's, is that's retirement. Fuck your fuck your four hundred one k. Then spend that shit. I be thinking that sometimes now. Like, um, I mean, is it gonna be enough to live off of? No, it's not. So spend that shit. You you <laughs> I, you only planning to be sixty five. You got to be sixty four to retire, right? In order they gonna take they gonna take a bigger percentage out. Fuck it, spend that shit. I feel like you know if if the good Lord let me see that age, I feel like if I'm in good health. I'm still just going to be working. You know what I'm saying? Like, now nah, I ain't going to be doing no, you know, no hard shit. It'd be a lot of decision making and delegating. But think about this, though. Uh, so that's 25 years from now, right? Yeah. 25 years ago would have been what year? 2011 or some shit? 2012-ish? 
25 years ago, nigga? I'm That's sorry, 2000. <laughs> 25 years ago would be like 98. Matter of fact, so yeah, 25 years is to, specifically 1998. Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to do a one-off podcast. Uh, Low-key, September 8th is the 25th year anniversary of the Cannabis album. Uh yeah, you can do that one. I don't, I don't, I don't want to participate in that. One. Hey, you don't got to. That shit's a, <laughs> it's a fucking. Anywho, so that's twenty five years ago. How much was gas in nineteen ninety eight? Nigga, ninety eight. It was probably like something like ninety eight cent. It wasn't yeah. even. It wasn't even a dollar. I remember that because I used to work out at the MJR twenty out in Haggerty when that shit was like brand fucking new. I was like. Like like the first, you know, hiring class they bought in that bitch. And I remember putting twenty dollars in my tank. Twenty? Yeah. Shit. And I was like, yo, this this gas isn't lasting me the week. That's how far in my mind. Now, I'm just exaggerating, but like I felt like that drive was just like getting way too expensive to justify working out there. Man, uh I wasn't I didn't start driving until ninety nine, but gas was between 96 98 cent or whatever five bucks to take me to half though like had a what in high school i had like a 91 cavalier no if if i'm saying like 20 i'm saying like that was probably like my gas budget but like that shit would normally get you to payday now you gotta like add a little bit more to it i was like nah this job ain't worth it i say that to say my first apartment was probably 2005 because uh, when I moved out the house, me and my brother was renting a crib for my aunt. So then when he moved to Chicago, then I went and got my own apartment. I think my first apartment was like maybe four ninety five, four I know it was four something. So four something five, right? Super smart. Um I was paying five fifteen. Yeah. So that was twenty five years ago. Well, cheaper. So in twenty five years from now, I have no idea how much it gonna cost. Like a just to, you know what I mean? It is not, it's, it's not like a lot. It's a lot because we knew what the cost used to be. But for folks growing up, nigga, it's going to cost you $1,600 to rent an apartment. Like that's just. Yeah, that's what it costs now. 25 yeah. years from now, 3200 Before a grand. Yeah. Like, cause inflation, it'd be like 4000 So like. All and you got to make, you got to be able to prove verifiable income. I need to see that you make three more times than that. So the money that we keeping in our little 401k and shit like that, like I have no idea how much that's going to be worth in 25 years from now. Like it's not going to be enough. Like when I be like, I've seen those commercials, like, you know, you and Maryland have a million now in your 401 and like, that sound good, but like, you know, you got me for a couple of years. Yeah. Like that's got to last you for the rest of your life. And while a million dollars sounds great, like that's it. That's it. It's really fucked up because. If you don't retire to 65, so you work 40, 50 years to live for, quote unquote, free for like eight years before you die or some shit. That's the game. That's why you got to get out this bitch young, my nigga. You Like die young? No, nah, man. Get out the motherfucking rat race. Do do something. Get free. Get free. Because to, to me, the time worth more than the money. Well, I think that's the. I don't have a better word or terminology to use right now i think that's what's got everybody fucked up right now people don't want to work and they basically steal for a living 
because they don't want to be in quote unquote the rat race, right? I'm not trying to work for the man. Da, 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 da. Like they heard the talking points and now they come. Now niggas don't want to work. Like, well, who's supposed to finance your lifestyle when you still? It's only a few people. I'm using generalizations. No, I get you. I if get it's you. only a, a finite amount of people working now, right? And then you steal all the money from them. Like, who's supposed to keep this shit going? Government. <laughs> the government give them some money. And the motherfucking deficit grow bigger and bigger. Like, first off, you know, how- <laughs> the government doesn't, like, make a product. It don't have no money. Like, it doesn't. There's nothing that the government does that, like, yo, we sell this product and people buy. Like, they don't make money. All their money come from us. They collect. Like that's it. So if they're debt collector. So if people don't work, what they don't <laughs> How does the system keep running? We don't know. <laughs> don't fucking know. We're gonna end up in a in I, <laughs> I know we gonna end up in an in a fucking a communist country. By default. Like we don't we, it's not gonna be another option. Like the quote unquote government is gonna have to step in and pay for everything. And then they're gonna be like, well, since I'm paying for everything, this is how it's gonna go. You get a one bedroom. You get a one bedroom. You got too many kids. Uh, we can't like it's. I'm not talking about like in our lifetime. Like within the next twenty years, I don't see it being like that. But like, what's the alternative? Should probably get a little dark for a minute. But I mean, also listen, Jesus coming back, bro. So this go. I don't, I'm not being funny. You believe Jesus is coming back? Yeah, I do. Like you believe the whole Bible thing and the yes. whole nine yards? Yes. So we know this life is going to get progressively worse. It ain't getting no better. Like legitimately, you believe in Revelation? Yeah. This shit going to get progressively worse until it's <laughs> until the fucking. But, but you know what? Like 25 years ago, I remember like hearing old people saying like, you know, we getting close. That's 25 years ago. Like, the Bible talk about a lot of messed up stuff that's going to happen in the last days. Like, it's going to be fucked up if you're still down here. If you think this is fucked up. No, no. I know it's going to get worse. It's going to get. It don't matter who you would like. (laughs) What prayer you do, if you believe in this whole thing, right? The whole process, the whole everything. You know it's going to get progressively worse. Wars, famine, the whole nine yards. Like, it's going to keep happening. I don't give a fuck how many times you get out there and protest. It's going to get progressively worse until this shit is so fucked up that Jesus come back. Man got no like other choice. That's the story. So either you don't believe in it or you believe in it. I believe in it. <laughs> so it's going it's like So we, so basically <laughs> cash out my 401k. <laughs> you say all that to say cash out my motherfucker all 401k. It's like if we believe of a market of beast and all other shit, right? That only happens when there's one currency. I cash mine out every time I switch a job. I just want the money. Cause you can't like they only fuck with a certain amount. Just give me the amount. Just give me the money. Give me the check. Now so, my my last <laughs> it's crazy. For the last 20 years, all my shit they went to the same account. Also all been fidelity. Okay. So all the jobs use the same yeah, yeah. one. Now, at the original gig, I think you like fully vested after like, I don't know, five years or some shit. Uh, when I went to Michigan first, they used Fidelity as well. Like you, I was fully vested year three. Like so, you this is yours. Like you don't got to pay it back if you quit. Yeah, man. Um, like uh, shit, I took so during the pandemic, they was like, "Oh, you can get some money. Ain't no penalty. Man, give me my fucking money. Let me go buy a fucking house." I just thought that it was gonna cost more than it cost. Like I thought, I, I thought I had to use it all or some shit. Like yo, this shit gonna be really expensive. It really wasn't. I'm so fucking lucky, dog. 
like in real life, on two different things. Buying a house when I when I got it was having a conversation similar to this, right? Uh, me and my homegirl Nina was at work at the credit union, looking out the window during COVID and seeing a giant long line of people trying to take their money out the ATM. I was looking, looking like y'all. You, <laughs> I'm like, you think we should? <laughs> you think we should get our money out? Like we know everything is good, but like look at all these motherfuckers and shit. I was like, man. I, for, I should fuck around and take my money out of my 401k and shit, right? Because I'm like, and during COVID, like, everybody's shit dropped like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, man, I should probably take my shit out. I'm like, ain't going to be enough money to retire off of. She was like, retire? Like, nigga, you can die tomorrow. <laughs> like, she said that shit. Yeah, man, you with, can. Like, with, and I looked at her like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to go by. It was so uncertain during COVID. You know what I'm saying? I was I was living in a house that I was renting. It's so my like, money. It's my money. I was living in a house that I was renting. And like, what if they want their house back? Or, you know, it was going through a company, but like, they can make me move. It was a lot of weird shit going on in COVID. And, you know, one thing that we glaze over, and I don't want niggas to forget, I saw how stupid a lot of y'all was during COVID. Mm-hmm. I really, like, I saw it with my own two eyes. I didn't forget. I did not forget. I saw how stupid a lot of you niggas was. Then. Yeah. And a lot of. And uh, I judge you. And a lot of how scared a lot of us was. I was scared. I didn't. I don't know. I don't think I realized it then. I don't know if scared is the right word. I was just like, yo, this shit kind of. When you think back about all the shit that we go through that we think is so quote unquote normal. It's like, yo, that shit was kind of crazy. Because like we was all washing food down and. Uh, I was scared because I'm going in the office every day with humans and shit. Everybody at home. Nigga, I remember when my job made the announcement that we was... So every day at the, at the gig, I take a nap. And I was working downtown. And there was just like this little nice little vestibule area, but nobody really like sat in there or fuck with it. So I would find me a nice chair. I'm taking my shoes off and I'm taking me a nap. Now this, you know, I'm being... I'm putting the nig on. But. For sure. <laughs> when I'm taking me a nap and I always set my alarm to get like at least 45. If it's an hour lunch, I know it's going to take me about seven minutes to get down there and about seven minutes to get back up. So I always take like a 40, 45 minute nap, but I can get a good nap in. Yeah. So I remember waking up from my nap, but it wasn't no like hustle and bustle in the hallway. I was like, this is strange. And I just went back up to the floor. She was like, we made a whole announcement over the PA. Like it's COVID. We're going home for three weeks. And then, and then, like, shit was just different. Yeah, I remember when I was saying, you know, this show going to shut this whole shit down. You was like, nigga, no, they not. And then you was working in the studio. <laughs> like, I was. And then, and then you, you got your desk in the fucking studio and shit. Like, I would drag that bitch out every day. Yeah. I'm glad I was. Well, no, I'm actually not happy I was right. Because <laughs> shit changed like a motherfucker. Yeah, it did. Shit's still weird outside. You know, this is completely off the subject but like you know you ever you fuck with music so like certain producers when you see them on a track list you be like oh shit I kind of want to I wonder what they cooked up with this artist yeah. you know what I'm saying because certain certain producer combinations or marriages they just work you know Snoop and Dre yeah you know some niggas just find the magic together and dog I was just thinking because I was listening to the song and then out of nowhere it came out Jazzy Faye and I and I was just and I'm not. This is probably gonna sound a little hating, but it's not. 
Like, I ain't never in my life, like, wanted to hear some shit because I saw that it was a Jazzy Fizzle product shizzle, you know? Really? I never felt that way about that nigga music. Yo, Jazzy Faye ran on, he was on a run. He was, but I'm just saying, like, personally, like, I just never felt like. Jazzy Faye and T.I., shit. Jazzy Faye and the, the Field Mob. Uh, Jazzy Faye was like, he was the Atlanta. So when people was like, the Atlanta sound for a second? Probably still now, because I I think once people get a, a, a certain stature, they don't got to keep putting their tag in it. You know what I'm saying? Like like DJ, DJ Trick, if DJ Quick produce a track, I don't got to say I'm DJ Quick. Like, you know this is mine. Yeah. You know, I, Dr. Dre don't have a tag. You know, Pharrell don't have to say. You know what it sound like, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Jazzy Faye is probably in, on that level. It's versatile. Yeah. But I was, so I was listening to the Biggie duets. Like it just the came Biggie up. Duets. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this is Jazzy fucking Fizzle. The Biggie duets. <laughs> this nigga Puffy Milk Biggie for everything. He's going to drop another. I know he said the last one was the last one. He's dropping another album for Biggie. There's uh, definitely going to be a Biggie feature on this R&B album that, he, that this nigga about to drop. It's definitely going to be 16 that we ain't never heard or maybe just like a recycled 16 and go along with this whatever R&B album he doing. Now I know you said you don't like this. But the AI be I heard a DMX and Come Tupac. On, man. Dude, I don't want I don't want no AI Biggie verse. Nope. Well, I I've heard matter of fact I've heard Biggie rapping Ether by the way. <sighs> I don't I don't I don't <laughs> like that shit. Great. You don't like it. I don't like a lot of the music that people make right now. I can see however Puffy Doing some Biggie shit, one hundred percent. That is shit. Timberland said, "I'm I'm doing it." He's like, "These artists I never wanted to, work, I always wanted to work with, never got a chance." Timberland said specifically, "Yes, I'm going to do it." It's something. It's something. I don't. I don't like that shit. I don't, is it morally wrong? I don't know. I just like, don't like that shit. If anybody owned the rights to Biggie shit, it's going to be him. And this, no one ever thought about this before, right? Like, well, who owns my sound like voice rights? If that's even a thing, like. But 100%, I can see. You can't see Puffy doing that? <laughs> it just feels so evil. Like, I want Sean to have a heart. We talking about Puffy here. I know. That's what I'm saying. I want Sean to have a heart. Like, just don't. 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 Uh, just, Benny, just. Benny Chico said he about to use the AI to get his shit back on. Let, I want y'all to let, let Biggie and Pac be dead. Let just, let's just. What enjoy- about Benny Siegel? You okay with the artist himself using AI to get his old voice back? Oh, man. If he's still pinning the rhymes? Because niggas give Drake a pass for having writers. We clearly heard that shit last week. Niggas give everybody a fucking pass for, for writing. So if the artist who writes the rap and sing it put a voice over thing to make him sound like his voice before he got shot in the stomach, like, that's cool. Matter of fact, because I want to hear Beans rap. <sighs> I don't I don't like the concept, but let me hear it. You know, let if me it hear sound it. like beans. It's just beans. Like his pen game ain't went nowhere. He just sound different. You feel me? So what if if I can go once again it's on beans? My pen game is great, but my Pat. like what if the what if DLC put the voice joint on his shit? Like it's DLC. If my voice didn't go if I didn't get into that car, my, accident, my pen never went anywhere. My voice, my voice went away, but my pen. Doggy style is DLC. My pen the, is probably stronger now than it's ever been. The album that we love, one of the greatest albums ever, was written by DLC. Doggy style. 
So, like, if I can put my voice back how it was for this track, they'll run that shit. It's technology. What if you fuck up and they can just go back in there and fix your voice? You know what I'm saying? Like, put a little modulate, whatever the fuck. Well, they can just fix your voice. Not with no software, but, like, literally, I can go to the hospital and you can fix my voice. And now I can sound like I, like I, like I used to sound. Like, why is that better than me just like, yo, that shit costs too much. Yo, put that effect on my shit. Now, I think it's whack. Like, if I put the Jay-Z voice on my shit and I start writing raps as Jay-Z, that's not fair. It will prove that it ain't the raps, it's the person that you like. Because it's some quote-unquote... I don't want to have to question my music like that. When I hear a Jay-Z verse, I want it to be a, a new verse. I don't want to have to decipher. Is this one of you niggas in the basement? You heard that manuf- Jay-Z Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, give me... I need to know that it's authorized Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear you niggas playing around with computer games. I don't want to hear that shit. You probably heard it and didn't even know. I'm, like I some- probably have. Like, some of them shit sound... They sound good. Fuck. What I'm saying is when these artists was buying everybody catalogs up and they they were selling their everything, like, well, look, my nigga, we don't really need you like we needed you before because I'll make a new voice. And do you think that's what labels will start doing? Re- re-releasing AI songs? Why not? Damn, man. I don't need you. All I need is a nigga to go in there with your cadence, rap. I told you in the studio with my own eyes, I heard the song from the rapper who's singing it. Then they put the Drake shit on there and it sounded like Drake. And you could not, if I didn't see the other one, heard hear the other one, you couldn't tell me it wasn't Drake. Like, is that good? Fine. Now, all you got to do is go on Fiverr, upload the song, and it's a nigga that will do that shit for you. Like, what you supposed to do, dog? <laughs> How do how you compete? That's when you well, I fuck it. I'll sell Sony my 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 masters and all my shit for two hundred million. Why the fuck not? Get what I can out this motherfucker. Man. Damn man, it's an ugly world. It is. Shout out to Jazzy Faye, man. I hope that nigga's still producing physical product shizzles. So you know, um, on the iPhone, iPhone seventeen. The iOS. I have iOS 17. I had it on my phone for a couple months now. Yeah, I ain't got that shit. Um, there's a feature um, called Your Voice where you can go on here through accessibility and there is some words that you can say. I forget how many words. It's about 15 minutes worth of shit and they'll make a digital copy of your own voice. So it'll sound like Dane, right? Um, and they got it for like uh, patients for L. ALS and different things who are at risk of losing their voice. So when you sit, when they can type something up and send a voice note, it literally may not be them talking. It could be the AI talking for them or whatever. Scamming going to go to a whole new level. It's dangerous in that regard. However, if you are impacted by it and you can no longer speak, but you still want to speak or this is the thing I thought about, and I'm like, man, I, I just don't know how I feel about it. Like, you've, you've referenced this in the past. Like, what if I forget what my mom sounds like? You know what I'm saying? And I can hear her voice again. And have a conversation. That's, that's, I couldn't, I couldn't. Not convert, but like, 
but yeah. you could. It might be a very brief one, but like if you just needed that feeling of hearing her. Yeah, baby, I'm still watching. You still got it. You can keep going or whatever. Like that may be enough for me to. And I. <sighs> it's hard with technology because in the wrong hands, it can be used in the forest. But like. Or it could be like, man, I've really needed to hear her voice right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just really needed this. It's like when um, they have I'm, bears with like yeah. voice recorders and like sometimes I just seen so many people online or whatever hit that bear old people and they hear that voice and they just. They needed it. They needed it, man. So like, I don't know, man. Like in theory, all the. To give y'all an example or a reason why I'm so, I like tech and everything like that, right? So after I got out of NIT, I got a job um, at a place called PC Mark. And ran by a bunch of Middle Easterns, but we used to take old computers, have no idea where they got them from. Said they used to get them for like Chrysler and shit like that. People, they, they used to get rid of computers. We'll clean them up, fix them, repair them. And they'll sell them at the computer trade shows on the weekends and shit. You know what I'm saying? Worked off I-94 and Trumbull. Uh, Right next door at the time, they are no longer there, to Detroit Police SWAT, who's right behind that building and shit. You know? Um, And it was a big-ass factory right next door to it when we would go, and they had all the pallets of the the computers and shit. So when I got out of school, I got directly into computer repair, all that shit. Then I worked at CompUSA service writer so we doing the computer shit but then i went to comcast at the time and i wasn't i don't know computer shit you know what i'm saying i was like man i want to stay i don't i don't want to forget none of this stuff because shit moved quick right right so i started going to these different websites dig.com at the time because there was like an aggregate of all different tech news and a lot of the websites that i still go to now from 23 years ago it said I used to get on there. So I'm like, I used to be all the way in there. Then when I got into my conspiracy bag and I'm like, started sorting from there. It's like, you know what? I need to know how this shit work. Cause at some point they're going to use this shit against us. You know what I'm saying? So no, let me get the tech. I need to know how it work. Cause and if I know how it work, I know what it can do. I know what it can't do. I know what can be used against me. I know how to, to, to circumvent certain shit. And it's always looked great on the surface because if done correctly, all this shit is marvelous. It's wonderful. But the human element of it is how do I get this shit to make it work for me on some nefarious shit? You know what I'm saying? So that's when I I, I literally got into all the tech and I now it's just it's just normal. <laughs> so I was like, I got, you got this, you got that, you got this. Like, yeah, I need to know how it worked, though. Because if I don't know how it worked, how do I get away from it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even with chat GPT for a long time, I wouldn't touch this shit. I'm like, no, nah, y'all not going to use me. But like when I don't know how it worked, we just use that. We just used it for a commercial. Did we finish that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just used that for a commercial and it was amazing. And like now, I mean, we didn't use chat GPT for our voices, but like it helped us to, so you now, know, kind of refine scripting. So now, like I've almost like perfected it, right? And I think the issue is people use it like it's Google and it's not Google. You gotta talk to it and specifically tell it what you want. And the better that you can write, you write and you be like, listen, I want you to take this, 
make it sound such and such and such and such. And be like, nah, you know what? This is a little bit too long and I don't like the tone of it. So, like, you talk to it like a person. Okay. I have it do year in reviews, everything. You know, because you hate doing year in reviews for your people. I do. You know what I'm saying? They, they tedious, stupid. Like, my boss, she she been out for about a month. She's going to be gone for another two months, right? Uh, back surgery and shit. So, I'm running the store. And so, at the end of the month, I jot down different shit I didn't accomplish and did everything like that and who did this, who did that, run that shit through chat GBT. And now I got this whole shit sounds amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when she come back and it's time for my year end review, I'm going boom in August. This will happen. September, October, boom, boom, boom. Now you're going to read that. It's going to sound amazing. It's going to be factual. You have to give me the highest grade possible. That's just how it is. When every I hate having to, you know, we want you to do your self review. Every time you make me do that shit, I make that shit sound so immaculate that you have no other option because you got to prove me wrong. Now, you should have just gave me the grade, but now you have to prove me wrong. And I come with all these facts. If I say I'm a five, you can't come with a three. Yeah, you can. You can, but now you how to explain it though. I, I say five, you give me four. You can't. Because most times, your leader don't want to do them shits. Didn't take detailed notes for what happened month over month. They got shit like, yeah, in August this happened, in September, and this and this. It's like I got they, I got they monthly shit. But dog, I remember working for a company and we used to give reviews, and we would get like a budget for your team. Like, I, I mean, but that's like how any place work. And we would sit all in a room. Calibration. Yeah, we would sit in the room and make sure you ain't give away too much fucking money. And then I'm talking about they giving these motherfuckers pennies. 30 cent, 76 cent. Niggas not even getting whole dollars. It's about one. I was having this conversation with somebody today. Yo, that shit expensive, dog. Like everybody like, no, everybody should get paid $15 an hour at least or you shouldn't be a business. It's a lot of places going out of business. This business does not generate enough money to pay a staff not only $15 an hour, but you got full benefits. Yo, your, your, your total compensation ain't that $15 an hour. Every time you go to the fucking doctor, like that shit costs a company. And I got 9,000 employees. It ain't <laughs> like, yo, this shit costs money. And I get it. People ain't never ran a business or worked for a business or anything. You just assume. Because nobody want to work. Nobody want to work. And <laughs> like, you don't even understand how this shit work. And like, niggas want to go to work, do as least as possible. When it's time to hand out the, the fucking raises, you upset that you ain't get $6 an hour raise. I don't ever want to shit on a nigga dream. Okay, because I just yeah, feel fuck like fuck them dreams. But just hear me out. I don't ever want to shit on nigga dreams. But you ever had a nigga explain something to you that he finna do and how he explaining it? Like you know, like this shit is never going to fucking work, my nigga. But like you know, sun even shines on a dog's ass. I mean, I don't. But in the in my heart of hearts, when I be hearing certain shit, like especially niggas that like scam. Because niggas that scam have, like, big dreams and aspirations. And, like, nigga, there's no retirement home for the scam. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck are you going to do? And then, you're, then like, scamming is so dependent on other niggas. And I get it. Niggas get to it. 
You know, clearly they got a system. They make it fucking work. You know, the, you know what the successful scammers do? They get into real estate. Because, like, what else you doing, dog? Like, at some point, you have to be some sort of legit. Whatever you took for your seed money to start up, to run your... All right, fine. I get it. But after a while, my nigga, you just getting greedy. You know you can't scam forever. I have to support my my lifestyle that I've created from scamming. What? Go buy some real estate. Go to some properties. Flipping cop. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Dog? Like, this will not last. This will not stand up. It's so easy. Do you ever want to have a car in your name? Because what you're probably doing is putting this shit in your name anyway. What job you worked at, nigga? How you afford a scat pack? <laughs> like, oh, I put in my mama name. Bitch, your mama don't work. Now your mama going to jail. Like, nigga, your mama work at CVS. Shout out to everybody working there. But she can't afford no scat on no CVS salary. Hey, hey, you don't know what them supervisors make. Well, CVS retail <laughs> store. Like, I don't know, man. No, they they it just sounds it's, it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, if Miss Joyce on the Miss Joyce on the first register. And I don't mean that to be like disparaging because cashier, call center worker, truck driver, the three most popular jobs in the country. So me saying cashier is not like to put you down or demean you. That's more it's most likely what you do. Yeah. Them the three most popular jobs in the country. Truck driver, cashier, and call center worker. Yeah, you know, so I see a bunch of my niggas as truck drivers, and like I'd be like, that shit look like it's kind of fun. Like them niggas look like pirates. They just be cross the country. Man, I've been watching that. I be watching videos about how you start your box truck business and shit. Like niggas be like, you ever seen uh, it's like Deadpool, right? Mm-hmm. Where them niggas be in the little bar and a name, a name come up on that bitch, or like um something that y'all probably watched. Uh, what's the Keanu Reeves? Matrix or John Wick? John Wick. Like, they all assassins just waiting on the car. Be like, oh, I'll take that one for, for 20000 Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'll kill this nigga for that much. Like, that's what it's like with it, from what I've been seeing online. They they reach out to them like, oh, oh, it's, it's $1,700 in, uh, in, in South Dallas? Yeah, I go get that. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. me take them from Dallas to, to Atlanta. Oh, when I'm in Atlanta, let me see what I can pick up because I know I'm going, I'm going west and like, it just be that way. Yeah, man. I think that shit kind of fun. Maybe I could have been a truck driver in a, in a different earlier in my in my youth. I mean, I would be able to do it now if I could stay up that long. <laughs> I just I, I can't I I couldn't drive that ten long. hours. Can't do it. You do ten hours, man. That ain't as long as I didn't drove was five and a half hours straight without falling asleep. I ain't never drove ten hours in my life. <laughs> like, about, yeah, you can do that shit. I ain't now, never drove ten hours. Now, if you gave me uh. You know, Tesla got the, the the semis up. Yeah. And now they just dropped the new 2024 joints. You give me one of those bitches? For sure. You put the cruise control on, whatever. It helped you with driving fatigue because you're not continuously focused on one thing. Like, that That literally fatigues you. So, yeah, I, I can do it in that regard. But at that point. Nah, nigga, motherfucking big rig, 18-wheeler. That's what I'm talking about. Not the Tesla. I'm talking about 18-wheelers. Okay. They I thought you was already. I thought you was talking about like no nigga. I'm talking about old school. You got the you got the gear shift in one hand, the wheel in the other hand, and that big ass headset. What I'm saying is times is changing. Pepsi Cola has a fleet of like, I think they got like 500 of them. Yeah, and they do all in state in California or whatever, and they just released the 2024 version, which is even better. You know what I'm saying? And like, man, we get five six hundred miles uh, on these charges and the 
the charger is so big, it it it, it gets to like eighty percent within like forty minutes or some shit. Like, nigga, that's about the same time you be at the truck stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different it's a different ball game now. Those not available to the public though. Yeah, now I, I like the the old school truck driving when them niggas be. You ain't never lot, did no truck driving though. Lot, lot lizards, you know what I'm saying? Eating diner food. What, what I'm saying is, you still got to do that. Yeah. You still gonna pull over to the, you know what I'm saying? Except at the truck stop, because it's not like a million truck stops. It's an electrical charger joint there. You still got this big ass eighteen wheeler connected. You got to do all the same things, but I mean, it's just easier to drive, and that bitch fast as fuck. And safer. In real life, that's the whole thing. Like, I need to be safer. Yeah. But we also gonna have this bitch drive by itself in a little while. So you're not. We ain't gonna need you. Ain't gonna be no. I only can drive twelve hours so my car shuts down. You know that shit. How? how yeah. It be fucking trucks in the parking lot. The gig. Like, yeah, nigga. Uh, I'm sorry, I parked that way, but like, it won't turn back on for five more hours. I'm like, you didn't plan this out. Too good, because <laughs> <laughs> you should have been somewhere where you could park this. Yeah, bitch. like, and you can't do nothing. The police can't tow it. It's like it's just here <laughs> for the next five hours. I'm gonna go take a nap, walk around. Yeah, I don't know, man, but you know the technology is here and it ain't going nowhere. You can you can deny it. Who needs? We can have it do the pod. A lot of people do. I don't, I don't. The, the kind of stuff that we do, no. A lot of people will get Chat GPT to come up with topics for them. Maybe we should do that for an episode. Get Chat GPT to come up with it the ain't topics. On, it ain't on no nigga shit, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's just see what what he come up with. Okay. You know, I didn't have it. All right. I got an employee who's struggling in acquiring new sales because uh, they're afraid to ask problem questions. Give me the top 10. Give me 10 problem questions that you can have for somebody who's a, who's afraid. Boop. There you go. Like here, go take that. It's that easy. Oh, I got to have a difficult conversation. I got to write somebody up for this. This is what they did. This is the date they did it. I have to administer it by this date. Please come up with something that is strict, but it sounds still reassuring and blah, blah, blah. Boop. Here you go. And then you, you know, you, you do your little edits, making sure it sounds like you, but Yo, the, the future's here, my G. That's crazy to even think about. But I never think so. Like I'm the on. A, I never think about like using these shits for good. I be thinking like, yo, what's gonna happen when shit get ugly with it? So maybe I should just change my perspective. Yo, you got it. At work, use this shit at work, my nigga. Next time your boss send you an email, like, hey, help me reply to this email. This is what was sent to me. Copy and paste that shit in there. Hit seeing him like here's a re- here's a reply. Or every time I depending on who I'm talking to, I write it out in my own words and how I wanted to say like, hey, look over this and make it sound more professional. And the better information you give it, the more it has to work with. So I already write rather well. So I put it in there. That shit sound perfect. Do do. Yep. There go to the market manager. He go to the regional. Do 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 do. Everything looks perfect all the time. That that Jason there. <laughs> it's a sharp Negro. <laughs> Yo, that Johnson there, he's going someplace. <laughs> man, I wanted to uh I want you to I, I want you, I want your thoughts on this, man. Uh Curve had posted this on his story. And uh I really want Curve one year to let them kids call him Mr. Marcus. 
no one. <laughs> okay, Slim Thug. <laughs> no one's gonna know what that means, dog. That's why. I, that's why I be thinking like he could do it, but every time I bring it up to him, he's like, "Nah, day." But I think that would be fun having the kids call you Mister Marcus. Um, that's not fun. It's kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, I want my children to so, think yo, about a, a sex. Uh, uh, so look, some <laughs> some videos from twenty years ago and shit. All right, maybe it is a bad idea for children. So look, my my homeboy teach, and he called me up. He was like, "Hey, my nigga." When career day come around, I'm going to need you to come up here. He was like, I got fifth grade this year. And he was like, it's a little light-skinned boy in the class. He said, he looked like you. And he crazy as hell. I need you to come just check him out. That's crazy. It is. I know I know. he just fucking with me because I don't have, you know, ain't no more out there. It was on the story, so it was gone. Damn. So it was basically, I'm going to get flack for this, but it is what it is. So it was basically two black folks, professionals, talking about, which is the thing, African-American vernacular English, or A-A-V-E, or whatever. whatever the is that African, what they call Ebonics? Uh, they don't use that word no more, but it's an African-American vernacular, basically. Because, I mean, there is a different way that we talk uh, versus others, right? I don't even like where this is going, but go ahead. So they were basically saying... What we're taught in school is basically white American English. And we we feel that um, when kids or others talk a different way, it's not wrong. It's just how we talk. And they're trying to force us to talk another way. And I understand that to an extent. But, like, I just disagree because... The, I feel like we're challenging everything. Go ahead. Go ahead. The white American English or whatever the fuck is the, that's what we do business and commerce on. Like we all have to have a common ground to speak the same language. We can't do, when you go to the bank, they speak in Russian. You speak in Yugoslavian or some shit like that. Like, no, we agree that in school, business, commerce, we talk in my father used to say the king's English. Hell yeah. <laughs> you feel me? But when you go home, you can flex your style. You're not wrong at the crib when you say don't instead of instead of does or you say do or whatever. Like that's your own vernacular at the crib and everything. But when you conduct in business and conduct in commerce, there's a there's a there's the professional <laughs> language. If y'all don't pay by the 30th, it's up. I just think that we doing kids a disservice because they have to do business and have to do commerce and have to go to school. And you're trying to tell them that the way that they speak in is perfectly fine at the crib. It is. No, they don't. Cause they ain't going to work, <laughs> but you got to go into a business and you got to understand what they are telling you. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah. They, they all, they trying to hide something in the contracts. No, they using a the fucking, they using a particular language that you've been taught. And you don't know how to read it. You don't know how to understand it. You thought somebody did you dirty in the contract because you didn't fucking read it. We put it here. Because you didn't understand them words because you don't know that level of vocabulary. Like, you need somebody to help you, my nigga. How about this? And I've done, I do this sometimes. I'll get an email. I'm like, I copy that shit, put it in ChatGPT. Like, what are they trying to say? And they be like, yo, in a roundabout way, there's going to be some budget cuts next week. And this stuff. Like, it would literally do that for you. Yeah. Copy and paste some shit you don't understand inside of from a contract into one of those machines and let it tell you what it actually means. Like, you can't not learn the official language 
that we do business and commerce on on purpose. Unless they don't want you doing business and commerce. But clearly, you're, everybody taught English. Yeah, but if you are using the af- whatever long yeah. thing that you use and everybody else is learning how they learn and, and the proper, like we just putting y'all, it's a, it's a long-term plan. We setting y'all up for failure in the next 25. Yeah, it's not like the teachers are teaching AAV or whatever the fuck. It's that they were basically trying to say, when you don't learn the first one the right way, it's okay. Because... It's okay because you black. This is how we talk. Like, no. Why are we trying to make these kids stupid? I'm saying, dog, we gotta learn it. <laughs> like, why? Why are we trying? Why are we? Why are we crippling these babies? I will tell you what, dog. At cat, uh, no, at Cody, uh, the teacher that I, the class I dislike the most, which which is is the one that helped me the most that I actually still use into this day, Mr. Roberts. Professor Roberts, he was an English teacher, and he would give me a hard time. Or I don't know if he was, he would give me a hard time. He gave everybody, he had high expectations for people, and he wasn't gonna let you slack off. Like, nah, this not good enough, dog. Not in those words, but like, it's not good enough. And like, he taught me to be a better reader and a better writer. And when I put sentences and things together, but it's not good enough, and it's fine to tell people some. Sh- it's fine to tell people that. That's just it's not being mean. It's honest. It's constructive criticism. Sometimes you need to hear that whatever the fuck you are doing is not good enough. It's not. You got to compete at this. And I think about it like, yo, you in the middle of the hood, Jero, uh, and Southfield Freeway. Literally, the murder mac is is two blocks outside. Like you doing the Lord's work in real life. Because when people ask me to reword something for, or can you look over this and change something? It's 100% what I learned at Cody High School through Mr. Roberts. Like, I don't, I don't use, after basic algebra, like, I don't, I don't use, I don't use that social studies shit. I don't leave, I don't use none of that shit except basic math, basic uh, algebra, solve for X, because you got to solve for X in real life. I don't, I'm, I don't do geometry. I know what a 45 degree angle is, a 90 degree angle. You feel me? Like it's certain shit, you know, but I don't use none of the other shit. I don't use the American history and all the other shit like that. I heard it, went through it at one point, have a basic understanding. So the battle of Gettysburg ain't never affected your everyday life. Well, I actually went to Gettysburg. Now I'm just saying like just being facetious like that. Now granted though, for when I was at Michigan first, they sent us to, to the Gettysburg. We was there for a couple of days, whatever. It was on the field. I got one of the original bullets that was shot. I still got at the crib or whatever. I learned more in there as an adult. Um, and I thought to myself, like, yo, this was probably what they was teaching us in school, but it was so boring at that time that I like I tapped I tapped out. Being on a battlefield made it real for you? I don't fucking know. And they showed us pieces of a movie, but like they were basically they turned it, it was a leadership class. And they use that as like, you know, some of these were like the greatest leaders, period. And they explain why and how this one particular battle changed everything. So it was some leadership shit or whatever. Um, but in school, I'm fairly sure y'all probably went over this shit, but it just I just wasn't interested. And we so quick to say, man, they ain't teaching that shit in school. Yeah, they probably did. But like <laughs> throwing paper. It was taught by <laughs> it was taught by a teacher that ain't connect with you. So like the message just no. went in one ear and one out the other. You filled out them worksheets, and as long as you got enough to pass for the day, you got something from it. Man, I uh, 
is a there's an astrophysicist. His name is Nassim Harriman. Uh, Fifteen years ago or so, I found like an eight hour lecture from him, and I li- I watched the whole thing, and he pretty much gave a mathematical and a science breakdown for all the shit that I always thought about, and always thought was some big con- conspiracy and this and this. Like he gave a mathematical breakdown of all that shit, and for the first time, I was like, "You got to be like a mathematician." Of course, I was like, he was breaking down math shit, and I'm like. Yo, this shit actually interesting. Like, I wish somebody would have. I don't know. I'm. I guess I, as an adult, you just a little bit more conscious than you were as a kid. I had no interest of doing circles, and it, I didn't want to do none of that shit. It was just not. I didn't score, and I was at CAS, so you know that shit was hard. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was hard as fuck. Okay, and the grading scale was different. I'm like, yo, is this even fair? <laughs> like, you want to protest it? Like, nigga, this, this is, is somebody I can talk to. <laughs> like, I'd have passed <laughs> in my neighborhood school with this one, but like, you got to connect. It's college prep, nigga. Yeah, okay, it is, but. Everybody don't go to college afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I didn't. I went to trade school. Um, I don't know, man. I, I guess you just got to connect with the kids on a, like them. Like, why should I care about circles and squares and cylinders and X, Y, P? But isn't that part of like being a good teacher anyway? Like trying to learning how to connect with people, seeing their their eyes light up. Like you got to love the teaching shit. It's not like getting in the you know, getting in the truck driving because the money good. Like, you really got to want to be a teacher. Yeah, but, like, if you a 42-year-old white woman, how do you connect with a a, a 14-year-old kid, black kid from the hood Damn. in one hour? And it's 30 of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes that's, that connection just never going to happen. And... I mean, you ain't supposed to be like a robot or whatever, but like it probably was attempts. Like, I don't remember every single day of any of my schools and my classes. I'm pretty sure it made sense at the time, <laughs> but we ain't never really, we ain't never, we was really memorizing something, certain, a lot of stuff, and we didn't learn a lot. Like, sometimes, our, in my opinion, like we base intelligence on how much you can remember versus, you know, can you? problem solved can you like do you know this stuff yeah but i don't know man i definitely speak four or five different uh versions and uh, versions and dialects of english but like whatever i gotta speak to get to my motherfucking money that's the language that's the language of love as far as i'm fucking concerned yeah and it's almost disrespectful when somebody say you talk white I'm like, you think white people the only person that understand this shit? Like, it's almost a slap in your own face. Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> That's what they say to you. Like, yeah, I do. Like, now granted, I fucking hate English. There, there, and there. Fan white, why? PH versus the F, why? There is no reason for the letter Q to exist. There is no reason. There's no word that has Q in it that you couldn't spell with, with a different letter. Quiz. K-W-I-Z. <laughs> well, K-W is just a combination. Yeah. Because you have to put U after Q. So, I mean, K-W. Do you have to? Phonetically, I believe so. I, well, I understand that, but like Queen, K-W-E-E-N. 
Phonetically, it sounds fine. You, what I'm saying is, we made a whole nother letter for nothing. <laughs> like we made a letter that makes a sound that two letters already make. Like. There's nothing that you can spell that has a Q in it that couldn't be replaced by a different letter. And since you got to put U after the Q, it's not even saving space. It's not even saving letters because now I got to use a QU after it. Like, why do frequency got a, a Q in it, not a K? Like, phone shouldn't be PH. Why don't you just use the fucking F? Like, it's not, it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I get... I hear what you're saying, but read like, and read. but like when you write it phonetically, phonetically, I'm gonna use a different word. <laughs> yeah, I sound a, like a kid sounding there. <laughs> like you gotta you when you make the syllables, it sounds different. When you if you if you spell it and sound it out phonetically, you're not using a Q. This is a K for sure. Like why would I? It just it just weird. Like certain words, it don't, it don't, it don't make sense. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, like refrigerator don't have a D in it, but when we say it's a fridge, somehow a D pops in. <laughs> Motherfucker, pause. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no D in refrigerator. <laughs> Sometimes, then <laughs> you, well, no, you say it's the fridge. Like what, what? <laughs> because I think people called it because it used to be like a frigidaire. So you just shorten it. That's the fridge. Can we say we can? That was it. like a brand name, Refrigerator. Yeah, I, and I also. So you just say fridge for short. Like we pronounce, so that salmon versus salmon thing. <laughs> if you, if you ever look up the reason that that shit is, it's fucking stupid. And some of the country, some of the world still says salmon, and some of the words say salmon. It's crazy, and it's only there because we got this word. From Latin. The French don't use it no more. They changed it, whatever. They had this word and it was like, well, we want to show respect and where it came from. So we put the L here, but it's silent. Like, what? Then why the fuck is it there? And in other countries, France, like they don't even spell it the same way. Which is crazy. Different language. You spell it different. That's why it's a hard language to learn. Foreigners be mad as fuck. Like, why the fuck I'm two, two, and two? Nigga. Why do all these words sound the same? They spell differently and have all different meanings. We couldn't come up with no other sound. <laughs> you you want to stay here? You speak American. Yeah, but I, it's tough for a child, though. I understand why kids be struggling with phonics and everything like that because it goes against everything that that you would just, normally make sense. You just got to start early. You really got to start early when it comes to kids. Yeah, to, to explain them some shit that's kind of backwards in real life, but you know, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Um, music wise, what you listening to right now? When you get in the car every day, like what you put on? Right now, I'm just letting it shuffle. I'll be honest. Now I downloaded uh, "Porches" by Reason. I like Reason as a rapper. He out of the top dog, TDE camp. Is he still with them? I don't know. I mean, he was affiliated with them. Because, I mean, we've been on this promo tour about, like, I, I don't know. I don't I haven't listened to the project, but I, I feel like. He's been vocal that niggas ain't really supporting him. I, I didn't know if, like, if he was, like, off the label, though. I don't know. I don't know, man. When I've when I, when I been getting in the car recently, 
I'm still fucking with Michael. I've been listening to Michael a lot. I don't know about these where Killer Mike or what these little clips that he been dropping, but like when he dropped that one for something for the junkies and like how it had the church feeling to it, like yeah. nigga. It just get it's a, like I know he performing the fuck out of that song, but like Fabo was singing like nigga, I just hope my mama don't die. Like that nigga was singing and having the choir and the organ, like it felt spiritual. I think it should be too. And we also we I can't, I think we talked about this on right after, but like fam, y'all selling all these drugs, somebody gotta use them. Why isn't fucking Killer Mike coming here on the tour? He could pack the Royal Oak. He could probably pack whatever the fuck. Other than Little Caesars, he could pack whatever the fuck he want to pack. You I'm know just what saying, saying, like, nigga, I would love to see Killer Mike at St. Andrews. Nah, mm. I don't feel like that doing right. I would like Royal that. Oak. Fuck Royal Oak. I'll go to the Aretha. I would love to see that crowd. I mean, that, that choir up there. Like, that's an amphitheater. You feel me? I don't, I don't, I don't really like the Aretha. Shane Park, man, that's a big ass, that's a big space. Yeah, but I don't really be like, I don't, it's not one of my favorite venues. Why? I mean, I'm not saying it should be, but like, what, 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 what? I don't be liking to sit outside. Okay. I don't like that shit. Too unpredictable. I don't like that shit. What's unpredictable? (laughs) (laughs) The weather. I don't know, man. man they're doing this shit in the summertime. I'm just being an old nigga, I guess. I mean, you're, very, you're a very particular person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for for a nigga to always say, I, I don't get no fucks. You you give a fuck about like a lot of particular shit, dog. Every, six, six, cup, six cubes of ice. Like, you're a very particular person to not give no fucks all the time. Or just do it the way I want it done. I give a I give a particular I give, way. I, yes, I give a fuck about quality control, do, which is my way. Quality control. Yeah, nigga. If I tell you to do something, but oh, what thing? Like, what do Dane care about quality control on? When I say I want like six <laughs> ice cubes, <laughs> so I'm thinking of a specific cup that I like to drink out of at my house. Yeah, I've done. I've done the research. It holds six perfectly. Okay. So put six in the motherfucker. And what drink. if it's not the cup that you usually drink out of? You, everybody, bring it everybody, out. everybody has that same cup. You bring, only drink. bring it out the kitchen and show it to me, and I will approve it or not. Nigga, who the fuck you been? <laughs> if, you get, if I fetch you to send me something to drink, and you see that my favorite glass is not in there, the next glass you got, you grab out the cabinet, bring it to me, let me see it, and I can tell you like what I need from that glass. You a wild nigga. <laughs> That's a good text. I know. Okay. Uh, yo, this is wild. But I'm thinking about the two people who just text me back to back. That is fucking insane, by the way. Okay. That is insane. Good, good shit, though. Kind of like what you said earlier. Okay. <laughs> good shit. Yeah, that is fucking insane. Um, How do you make a choice? A choice of what? Are there two options? No, we ain't talking about options. Oh. Okay, we, fine. If we were, we would have that conversation on the pie. I'm just, sure. No, no, no. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> but we are not. Clearly, I wouldn't. About, clearly, I wouldn't do that. I'm we just are saying. not talking about options. It's just a, it's an odd coincidence. Uh, you know what? So all the albums that we thought like, well, that are quote unquote classics. Like, do you do you really do you listen to them shit still? I listen to a lot of Kendrick still. Okay. I find myself I listen to the Chronic quite a bit. All right. Chronic Doggy Style. 
You know, all eyes on me. I all listen. eyes on me. I I love all eyes on me. That shit. I've never heard you say this shit before. I'm sorry, you always was like I'm not really a Pac fan or something. I'm not like that. a huge Pac stan. Like if you Biggie versus Pac, I'm going Biggie. But like all eyes on me is an incredible album. It is beginning to end. It's damn near a flawless double album. Man, I don't know what's up with all the Tupac hate. Some niggas on the internet woofing them out. Yo, somebody give me a, a cold Tupac board. Two of America's most wanted. Like, like that's that's not no that's not like a radio single. That's a street fucking song. You know, people have made up their <laughs> mind that I'm just not gonna like a thing. And like no matter what you say is like we you have, they tell me not to roll with my Glock. Nah, like wait, <laughs> a black bitch trying to do a show a day. Like nigga, that's not this shit. Not radio friendly. That's a gangster fucking album. Two of America's most wanted is the shit, dog. I listen to that shit quite a bit. Man, me and my brother used to the mob out to that shit. You know, I'm singing Pac, he's singing Snoop. Shit, we sung that shit as soon as we got him out. We came home like tradition. I remember you get with the Colorado omelet. Yeah, that's hilarious, actually. <laughs> but I mean, like, no, nah, I love, I love all eyes on me. I don't know if I've ever come across like that. I didn't like that shit. Like, I love that album, and I love Life After Death. Life After Death. I listen to Life After Death uh, quite a bit uh, when I'm feeling. So only different. Only thing is when I want to listen to some Tupac. Like I throw all eyes on me on, uh, or all eyes on me on, but then I'll end up going to another another album and then another app. Like I'd be wanting to hear like all my Tupac shit. Um, I just realized like, I think I've been sucked into playlists or, you know, every week Apple make you a favorite playlist based yeah. on what you like. Like I just listened to that all week and I've been wondering like, you know, what my end of the year top 25 shit going to look like because they've been giving me playlists. So I'm listening to a bunch of random uh, and I'll be honest, I ain't been like in love with a lot of music this year. I really haven't, dog. Other than uh, I've clearly I've, I've listened to the Killer Mike joint a bunch of times. I listened to Nas Project a bunch of times. Uh, I just be, end up falling back to like the same five to six albums. Period. Yeah, I ain't. I listen to Jada Kiss. Um, his first joint. Uh, Kiss so disciplined, nigga. Yeah, kiss the gang goodbye. So yeah. disciplined, nigga, for sure. Um, I listen to Nas Godson like a lot. Like, I listen to that a lot. You know how you be talking about like you see videos sometimes. I wish I go. I wish I would have got a video for Get Down. Man, Get Down is such an amazing record. Like, cause you like in your brain, you probably know what the hospital room looked like when he Fuck snuck, yeah. like. Snuck in and shot the doctor too. My cousin's in the game, thugging and things. Hooked me to a dame who was half Mexicano. Gave the ass up. I'm a Mac Daddy Soprano. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, get. It was another one on there that I used to fuck with heavy. Mastermind is one of my shits, dog. Ross? No. Only oh, the song. The song Mastermind. Uh, man, I can't even really listen to this. Heaven was a mile away. Yeah. That shit, it hurt. Ugh. It's different now. It's hurt. Like it's different whew. now, but that sample is so cold. Like, I love that album, dog. A song on there that don't nobody like, but I love is Zone Out. Like, Jungle went crazy, 
Juggle went fucking crazy on there. And a lot of people don't like that song because it got a very interesting beat. Like it's a it's different. But Revolution uh Ooh. Warrior song. Oh, what happened? Him and uh Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. Yeah. yeah. Revolutionary Warfare is my shit though. It's a good song too. Uh a revolution is real. Is Bobby you know, Bobby. we was talking about like niggas just being friends and working together. This shit had Lake on there. Yeah. Remember that nigga just pop up? With Shook? <laughs> just pop up. When they got out of prison, that nigga wouldn't decide to death row. Like him and Shook was running around together. And I think they got, like, one of them got arrested with like a, I, they got arrested with like a AK in a car or some shit. You probably be on some hot shit if you ride around with Suge every day. It's probably yeah. not. I was like, yo, Lake and, 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 you know, after Death Row took, after everybody was gone, he was with like a lot of niggas. Pity Pablo was hanging with Suge. I remember. Uh, it was just a bunch Left of Left eye. Shit, Maurice Claret. We got, in, me and my homeboy, Kill, got introduced to Crooked Eye back in the day. Long like when he was like having those rumors of affiliation with Suge before the double XL cover. And I remember meeting him and it was he could he rap really good like he does now, but it was just like different. It was it was way way darker and all of that shit. And I just like like I don't I didn't see how him working with Death Row and, and mind you, this is like legit twenty years ago. Yeah. I didn't see how like the merge with Death Row was gonna work. You know what's what haunts me? I have no idea if this is true, but I vaguely remember I mean, vaguely remember Cricket Eye saying this himself, but like he said he wrote some records on one of Corrupt's album. And that don't sit right with me because Corrupt is an amazing rapper. And one of the best freestylers I've ever heard rap. And I've never heard, I, I've only I heard that one time and no one ever said, I was like. Dog, I'm just starting to believe everybody has writer's rooms, has a writer's room. And not to say I don't write the majority of this shit, but you understand being in the studio with your people, y'all smoking, drinking, vibing, eating. You everybody know, studio session ain't the same. I'm not saying everybody's studio session is the same, but you know, if you in the studio with your friends or people that you make music with and y'all vibing together, they may. You may hear something and like, oh, I, I'm I'm a I'm a use that on this. Like those ideas float around like that, and that's what I'm thinking. Like a lot more right, a lot more artists probably have than what we want to admit. It's just other niggas in the room with them, and you know, sometimes my pen might get to moving before yours. I wish I knew what like, cause I know some rappers. We, I'm not the some rappers is not the club song right rapper. Never gonna be the 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 nigga with like hooks and all the like nigga I just rap I rap about how a lot of niggas rap about the way they rap <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying like nigga I, I rap about how better I'm at, at rapping and like if somebody came in and wrote you know everybody got the, the club record like I can see that 100% I don't know how I would feel about that or if I feel a way about that but I just don't know I only heard that shit one time and this was like so long ago I'm like I have no idea if it was true or not and it's, it's fucked up to, for for a person to say, because now you got a rumor on your name, no matter what. Dog, I, I was watching an interview with Fab Five Freddy. I heard some shit I ain't never heard before in my life. He was like, Ice Cube wrote J.J. Fad whole first album. Like, he was like, Ice Cube wrote Supersonic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I guess we could look at some credits. I mean, we never looked at the credits, right? Nobody gave a fuck. Like I, I had, I had never heard that inter- that notion until Fab Five Freddy said that shit on an interview, and I, I think it was with Angela Yee, her show. Oh, that podcast. Whatever. <laughs> I think it was on Angela Yee, one of her shows, and he was saying that shit. But like, niggas- I didn't know Salt and Pepper wasn't writing their raps. I mean, I was a kid, so like, it didn't matter. You just enjoy, like, you just enjoy push it. That's my, that's one of my favorites. I love push it. Remember when Dipset redid it? No, they did. I was heavy in the Dipset. Shout out to June. I was heavy in my Dipset bag. Why? Remember, remember that young lady that we used to work with. You know her, and she used to bring back like mixtapes and shit from New York. Yeah. Whatever I would tell her on her trips out there, like, yo, whatever you find with Dipset, put it to the side for me. Do you think it was the 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 soul beats? <laughs> you think that's what it was? Only so like for every soul beat that we heard that was good, there was a hundred that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like no. On so the that, Dipset project. <laughs> yeah, so no, that like that wasn't their formula. That wasn't they <laughs> I don't understand why I never was a fan of that shit. Because, I mean, I, I clearly grew up in the era. <laughs> like, the ones that were good were amazing. Yeah. But, like, that's the cream of the crop. You know what I'm saying? For, like I said, for every old boy, it's a hundred hell rails, f- <laughs> nigga, 40s. Uh, who was the other nigga? You know what? J.R. Riders. It was a whole bunch of affiliates rapping over them beats with the same swag, cadence, it was bravado, it but was, it wasn't good. It was copy and paste, and I thought I always thought that shit sounded weak. Probably because I mean, at that point, we was actively making music, and like this shit just what in my it wasn't for me. I'm like, it's not that good. It does sound weak. It do, it did sound weak. It did sound weak. I I used. To, I used to play it so much. I was married at the time. My wife like had a rule. Like, look, if it's if it's more than just me and you in the car, you can't be playing that shit. Because like her sisters, like they always click up. So it might be me, her. Oh, if it's the kids, okay. But your sister better get this old boy. Be, because I would play it like niggas would start signing because I had a CD player. When I popped the CD in, you know what fucking time it is. <laughs> it's, it's fucking. It's the set. It's the set. Nigga, I drove so like my home my other homeboy Jay, when he was going to school at Cleveland Institute of Arts, we would oftentimes go pick that nigga up. Maybe we go hang out with him for the day. That's why you think Cleveland Ohio don't got no girls, because what not they wasn't at the Cleveland Institute of Arts. Die, we would be around Cleveland. My cousin is from Cleveland. I love her to death. She don't have a bunch of pretty friends, or at least I ain't never seen them. So like when people be like there be beautiful women in Ohio like show me we would like we would go so to other than your cousin in the Cleveland Institute of Arts like that's not a good no like we would as a young adult like we be like oh man let's go out of town somewhere this weekend and niggas would just go down to Cleveland that's so sad <laughs> remember when remember when like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame first opened up yeah they just released the top three most stressed places in the country Detroit too. And guess who number one? Who? Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, Stank. Detroit, and then St. Louis. Stanks down there, man. It's, He's a, it's a depressing place. He's stressed. Because a bunch of ugly people down in that motherfucker. Oh. That's what that's what it is. But like I was saying, we would go pick this nigga up. And like, dog, I remember going on trips 
Like we take the the two and a half, three hour trip and I would have nothing but mixtapes. And I'm not saying like these, the good K Slay mixtapes, these DJ bottom of your Tim's do, 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 do. And it's just a bunch of dipset shit that you would not listen to in your normal every day. And nigga, we would take three hour trips and that's all I had. I remember the worst trip we ever took. I had a Saigon mixtape. I had a D block mixtape and I had like a Tony Yayo mixtape. Rappers, I believe this. You name like Saigon. I, I believed in Saigon. I believed in that nigga. Greatest I believed in him. Greatest story never told was supposed to come out. Like, nigga, before you used to hear niggas, you would hear write-ups about niggas. And I remember, like, how people were right about his rapping. It sounded like, yo, this is... <laughs> and that's just the hype train. Think about this. Saigon made it onto The Sopranos. He was on... uh No, man, he was on that other show, uh, Entourage. He was on Entourage, too. He made it into an episode of The Sopranos, too. Which is crazy because it's the Sopranos, and he was supposed to be, and he was gonna be on Just Blaze label, like, like the nigga had all the working parts. Did he have like a Jay Z feature? Yes, on like, Thank You, Baby, like on Come Here, Baby, or something like. Come on, Baby, that was the name of the song. It's crazy that a Jay Z feature like meant that much back then, because it really wasn't, and it didn't make his career take off. But like, it was like, yo, he got a Jay Z feature though. Like, cause the, the version of how we people act towards Jay Z, it wasn't always like this. But a Jay Z verse though was elusive. Yeah, he wasn't just hand he wasn't just handing them bitches out. Like it in was real life. You had to be on the team. Yeah, but that's I believe that's how feature verses should be done. I remember hearing Rose Spit say that shit. Like, if you're not one of my peoples, like I'm just not. No, nigga. I'm well. If that's the case, then Little Wayne Run don't happen. I'm charging you niggas eighty thousand a verse. No, I'm not doing that to my people. I'm eighty thousand dollars. I will come give you sixteen bars, or more, depending on. Once you get higher, like oh nigga, this verse is <laughs> two fifty, my G. Yeah, like that's how I get paid. Let us know. Let us know when you need the wire. Yeah, like Little Wayne. <laughs> send on, the wire and send the beat. Little Wayne on Soldier took Little Wayne away. Like he on a song with Destiny's Child. Like it was him and, and T.I. Like, yo, we put, but that was the look. Like we put in, and they wasn't like household names. This was T.I. before he was T.I. T.I. Yeah. He was just rapping differently. Yeah. Like, so it's the 20 year anniversary of uh, trap music, too, by the way. Um, this is tough, though, man. It's tough when we keep talking about these albums that, that grew us up and they. 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Don't matter to me. You throw 24s on, it still sound just as good today as the first time I heard that shit. Yeah, to us. <laughs> but but I seen somebody say, like, you know, if you want us to revere your music, make good fucking music. That's just it. That's just, that's the formula. Like, I like some of I like a lot of these young niggas. I like the vibe, the sound, but like they not making classic albums, classic projects, guess what classic I, singles. Guess what I found? What? You damn near can't find this shit anywhere on the internet, but I fucking found it. There's only one place I found this shit on the internet. Who is Rock Bottom? The entire album. Wow. Would you like to share? Not online. Okay. Afterwards, yes. The entire fucking album. They broke down song by song. 
But when I went up to uh, we went up to uh, Flint for June shit. I listened to the whole fucking project all the way down there. Who is Rock Bottom? Wow. And that was, I hate to say it, twenty years ago. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like I'm like, yo, niggas. This was they was like good at rapping, good at making songs. Like the everything was good. You know, sometimes people, sometimes time. You you are literally before your time. Yeah. I really wish that like the digital revolution would have saw the beginning of Herc's career. You know, I just ride day, all, just all them niggas. I, I really wish time would have saw the be like, yo, yo Rick got a song with ride day dog. Shit is fire. <laughs> I didn't want to doubt it. That shit is fire. I want to hear the other one too. The one with the pictures. Mm. All fire shit dog. All fire shit. Um, I wouldn't mind hearing a brand new Herc album. Young, Young Herc, Big Herc, Big Herc, the Elder Statesman. Yeah, I mean, uh, but Young Herc is he good? Yeah, for sure. You seen Jadakiss' son spitting? No, I posted a video maybe last week of Jadakiss' son freestyling. I'm not mad at another Jadakiss album. You can give us some more music. What kids doing these days? <laughs> Nigga eating off coffee. You feel me? You make that coffee here. Did you know that? Yeah, Eddie be on TV. <laughs> Eddie be on TV with <laughs> yeah, it. Jadakiss living his best life. Uh, like, nigga looking younger than he did when he first got on 25 years ago. I know he still got it, though. Like, I love Jadakiss, though. He's one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, he still got it. But I forgot about, I completely forgot about that nigga peddling coffee. Not Petlin, but I mean, he made his, it. Him, his father, him, and his son. Like, three generations, we got a family business. Like, they selling coffee, my G. And apparently, it's some of the, it is some of the best coffee. Because in Highland Park was the, the people who actually brew the, the coffee. And that yeah. family been there for X amount of years. And, like, people said, like, this, I don't drink coffee. Me neither. You couldn't tell me it, all that shit tastes nasty. I had a coffee jelly bean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like nothing, there's nothing about coffee that, that tempts me to drink it. Like so it tastes like cocaine. <laughs> like some you know, some coffee is made with like like chimpanzee doo-doo and shit. Man, like, <laughs> somebody threw some cold coffee on me one time at work. Uh, a woman threw some cold coffee on me at work, and like that shit. The smell of that shit is will never go away for me. Man, I remember I drunk some uh thought it was my cocoa or my tea or some shit. And it was two and I picked up and drunk. I'm like, ah like soon as that shit touched <laughs> I don't see how y'all do this shit every day, dog. Like if you took a dirty Timberland and stepped in a puddle, that's what coffee tastes like. Hot, me. dirty water. Because, <laughs> like, in real life, that's what it is. It's in that bag with the dirt. <laughs> Y'all be having to add so much flavor and shit to it. It's a milkshake now. It's a milkshake. <laughs> they got a coffee smoothie. Seven pumps of caramel. It's a milkshake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. I don't care. Like, you, you can call it a frappuccino, frappe. That's a motherfucker. I know a milkshake, nigga. Sonic make a damn good one for a quarter of the cost. Man, what you call it came out today? I ain't want to see it yet, though. Equalizer? Equalizer. I want to see that shit. You you seen the first two? You yes. the first two? Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know there was gonna be a trilogy, but I'm happy for it. I like Denzel. I haven't been seeing a lot of like shit on TV. Everything I see is online for the movie. You they used to show commercials on the television. Who watched commercials? 
I at least hear them shits in the background. Do I watch? Like what kind of TV were you watching? Like the act, like local channel. No, nah, let me or? take that back because like most of the shit I watch be on the DVR. Yeah. So I just fast forward through shit. Like I, I legit watch it at my convenience. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't watch too much live television. Live sports, maybe. Yeah. No, I definitely watch live sports, but like a lot, like because Law and Order is on at nine o'clock and it's a brand new episode. Like I had that shit taped on a DVR. I'm not necessarily watching it. I don't know if I watch. I, I probably ain't watched Law and Order in like five years, dog. Nigga, I watch that shit all day. And I don't know why I stopped because it's one of the greatest, one of the greatest shows Still ever. Still good, man. Stabler back. I watch Law and Order Stabler all day. Stabler looks like he should be uh, locked up. He looked like he should be on SVU as one of the criminals. Like he looks like a chomo. Like he he don't look like a good guy, dog. Like he looks like he would have C spam or C whatever on his on his computer. Like man, I, you know, I wanted to ask you about this, and then maybe it's a little technical, but I'll explain. So, uh, child sexual, basically. Perbs who be having like pictures and kids of, ch- of children and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they be saving them to their phone, and by default, they be saved to iCloud, right? Because what's there in your iCloud? But iCloud is encrypted, so they want Apple to like build a backdoor, basically, so they can scan your phone to see if you got some child porn, some shit, yeah, um, on your device. And it sounds real nice and, you know, look out for the kids the whole nine yards. But then I, I I built a back door into the system. And now once there is a back door, then somebody's going to hack the back door. So we're not doing it. And they had decided they was going to do it like last year. And somebody leaked it to the public and niggas went crazy. And they it was like, nah, we just not going to do it. And they just doubled down today and explained like why. So, like, in China and different places, like, if we build a back door, they 100% are using it to, to spy on your phones. Like, it's an algorithm, right, to tell them to look for something. Well, I tell them to look for pictures of people that say, make America great again. People, Black Lives Matter. If you got anything in your phone, like, and I can, like, scan your shit. Right. And I'm like, nah, I don't want that shit because now, the phone need to be secure. Fully encrypted. Remember when the FBI was trying to get into the one nigga phone? He was a terrorist. He blew up some shit. And they was like, the FBI tried to make Apple open the phone. He was like, nah, <laughs> we we can't do it. Like, we literally can't do it because we didn't build like a backdoor, a backdoor key here. So I don't have a password. I don't know the password. And we're not going to build the, the possibility of that into our system. So, that's been one of those debates that's going on online. I'm saying, no, don't do that shit. The phone is secure. iMessage is secure for a reason. If you text somebody with a green bubble, your shit not secure, by the way. It only is in the end encrypted when it's an iMessage. iPhone, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm with like, nah. Because if a nigga evil enough to have all that shit in his phone, he just gonna stop using iCloud. <laughs> like, it's not gonna... You gonna make we gonna make we gonna be vulnerable to all this other shit because of these few bad actors, and stopping that from them is it's not gonna they just gonna turn off iCloud. 
They just had a bitch on their phone, transferred to their computer or some shit. It's not gonna stop nothing. But I'm I don't I'm not for building a back door into the system. Like one of the reasons I use the phone is because it's secure. We should be entitled to a certain level of privacy. Now they do that, they scan it for all oh, emails. Like you send an email, they do scan for C spam or whatever the fuck it's called. Google, like oh, everybody else do. To a certain extent, through their messages and shit too. So, like, it's not as secure as I message because we're not building no backdoor key to it. I'm sorry. Now, that's also one of those things where it's like, I believe that wholeheartedly for the public. I also believe anything that's digital, niggas got a way to get in that bitch. Because the, poli- the, the, the FBI got into that phone without Apple giving them the password. So, they. They developed a way to get into it. So, like, somebody. There was a need, and they created a, a solution to it. I yeah. mean, that's simple. Yeah, but, like. I, I Probably not simple, but I get it. Yeah, but I'm not with it. I get it. People really care about this situation, but, like, they ain't. Don't build no back door. Because the second you build a back door and your phone ain't as secure no more, you lose the appeal of. Might as well have an Android. Yeah, you can't tuck, you can't text private shit to green bubbles and shit. No joking. So, the Google niggas who really want an iPhone, the right? Google niggas, they really do want an iPhone. They really want to have iMessage, but Apple won't allow them to. So they want to switch to RSC or Rich. There's another. Um, SMS is what your all the carriers back is they back up, but they want to get rid of green bubbles because they don't like. It. <laughs> they want to like when you send your picture to an Android phone, like that shit is really really compressed. You can't send a video or whatever. Let me rephrase that. When you send a video through SMS, there's a limit on how big that file can be. Right. So in order for that video to go through, it's compressed to hell and it look like a bunch of blocks. Um, when they send something to you. So they don't want that experience. And they basically like, they, they have a Google all last year, did a whole campaign to like make I, Apple either switch, um, create a RSC for backup safe or just allow iMessage open. I'm like, fam, why don't y'all do y'all shit in between y'all each other? Like this is a whole other, this is a whole other ecosystem. If you want to come over here and join, but if not, why would I make it easier for, to continue to do business, you need do you need competition? People need options. Yeah, the option is you can do what you're doing over there, or you can stay over here. Or they do it their way. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they want to force Apple to create something to to make the communication between. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, no, nigga, you do that shit. Like in real life. It ain't up to me. It's up to the carrier. The carrier, AT&T, Verizon, whatever, they send text messages. They send SMS. If they stopped or changed their protocol, then that's how it's going to go through. But, like, why should I fix the problem with Android users who really want to communicate with iPhone users? Well, get a fucking iPad. Get an iPhone. I don't know. Like, you can't use FaceTime like that. Like, it's secure over this side. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. And like, I mean, I guess to get the amenities of the gated community, you got to live there. And like this whole campaign to like to like, I don't know, dog. 
I might have started this shit. Got a fucking letter. It is what it is, dog. Like, use that phone. Let me cash it. <laughs> so many people every day send me iPhone shit like that. Like, every single day. I hate that that's my brand, but it's also my brand. <laughs> so, it is what it is. You like that shit. Oh, man. You like to spread the hate. No, but everybody sends me that shit. And I, I'll probably see the same, like, if it's some, it's some conspiracy shit, everybody send it to me. You know what I'm saying? If it's some Apple versus Android shit, everybody send it to me. If it's a dad joke, everybody send it to me. Like Every I, time I see something fucked up with a bear, I send it to you. And then, like, others do, too. So, like, I get the same shit, like, multiple times a day. And I'll be feeling bad when I, like, have to do the, the crying laughing emoji. Like, this is the fourth time I've seen it. It was funny like the first two times I seen it, but like you can't not respond back. You feel me? Because like you feel obligated. It's a connection. You gotta be like, oh shit, hit the little laugh thing. I feel you. Well, I'm not laughing my ass off, but you, <laughs> but you never know if you was the first one and I actually laughed the first time for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what if I was like, you know, some days. When we was talking about that uh that Fat Joe shit, yeah, that shit ain't stopped yet. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, so do you be do you be an asshole about it still? I don't I don't respond. I, I also took the ability for people to like at me away, okay. but somehow every day like some get through. Like it hasn't stopped, dog. And I I don't get it. Like I I, I legitimately don't get it. But it is what it is. Um, what's um. Oh, yeah, you already sent it. What's your music pick? My music pick of the week is by an artist by the name of Saya Amun, uh, R&B singer. The name of the song is Homies. And it was produced by my good partner, one of the producers I fuck with and work with, my nigga Big Wheel. Uh, all right, let me... Uh, actually, I played this earlier today at the crib. So shout out to uh, Siam Amun, S-I-A-A-M-U-N. The name of the song is Homies. Also want to give a special shout out again to my homeboy, Big Will. You can hit him up on IG. It's at B-I-G-W-H-E-L. 
And then he got a BeatStars page too, BeatStars.com forward slash Big Will, B-I-G-W-H-E-L. Whatever you need production-wise, my nigga can get it done for you. That's dope. That's a big track. Uh, you know where that young lady from? Uh, no, I don't. I like it. Uh, and it's a visual allowed to it already too. Um, I played it earlier today and then, you know, with Apple, it'll just start playing other music too. Yeah. But all the other music was like fire. I'm like, okay, I, I think they got her like. <laughs> well, she sound she, good. Yeah, she does. She does. Shout out to her. Um, I do not have a whose man's is this because I didn't see anything this week that um that I was like, yo, whose man's is this? And um, I don't like like making up shit to okay. get people. I, I be hearing somebody who be, I be hating certain people's uh I keep it a hundred. Like I be here to the ducky the other day. Sometimes I want to give Charlemagne ducky in the day for picking that ducky in the day. I feel you. Sometimes. Oh, I do want to talk about something though. It's not a whose man's is this though. But no allows in his comments about world champions. So he was like, they never showed or asked. We never heard the question, but he was like talking about the NBA. He was like world champions of what? Like of the United States. Because winning the NBA championship is not a world championship. It's an NBA championship. And, like, all the NBA players gave him flack. Other people gave him flack. But, like. He's correct. I 100% agree with him. He's correct. Like. It's the NBA championship. You are the best team in the NBA. We win the world championship when we win. The Olympics. Yeah. That's when you are the world champion. And And only 15 of y'all get to bask in that. Yeah. And when you in like so this year, they played in FIBA this year. I don't know what they placed, whatever, but like you enter a FIBA if you want to be the best in the world. And I do not know for sure if the team who won the NBA championship could win a FIBA tournament. We be sleeping on them European players sometimes. But I think Dallas about to play Spain. I'm calling it the no allows tournament because now now you want to play Spain. But I I, I vaguely remember uh, the Lakers one year going overseas and playing somebody. But it's like in preseason, so it's like a game. But like yeah. you're not the world champion. No, he was correct. But he was upset. Like, but no, but uh, even when you win the Olympics, you assemble the best players from your league, not a team from your league. Yeah, this would be a team. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like they play together the whole time. Like all through a season and shit. Y'all play together for four weeks. Tops. No, no, these other countries, like a lot of these niggas play together all the time. Like not just a like it's an obligation. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we the we used to be the best. And then you got a lot of NBA players on these international teams. Because Michael Jordan, after nineteen ninety two. That shit changed, but the world had never seen no shit like the Dream Team. Yeah. And it, they got progressively better every year since. To, it, to the fact where... I think it was 08 where they lost. They came in bronze. It, so, yeah. I'm talking about they got better, a, a.k.a. Yeah. the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every year since. And, like, the whole Kobe Bryant Redeem Team shit, the whole document documentary that's on Netflix, fam, it was only Redeem Team because y'all niggas lost. Yeah. Like, Melo was on that team. Chris Paul was on that team. Like, some of our best players were on that team. They fucking lost. They lost in 2019. 
Yeah, shit. USA damn almost fucked around and lost to Montenegro this afternoon. <laughs> like so, dog. I be feeling bad when I watch them niggas play. I legit like no, probably like four or five of them cats. That's on the what, on the USA team. Yeah, I be like, is is like, is this the best? Is this the best that's available? And you gotta, and you can't say this is him. Y'all, y'all assemble. And like this, the team y'all assemble. You know what I'm saying? So if they lose, they lose. You know, Grant Hill in charge of that now. A word? Yeah, I can see that. That's his pet project, Team USA. Uh, Coach K stepped down. Yeah, a Duke man and another Duke man came in there. Grant oh, Hill, young, young enough. Yeah, he can, he can, he can put twenty into this. Yeah, hell yeah, I like Grant Hill, man. Grant Hill is one of those what ifs. You know what I'm saying? Now we know what it, I, I'm pretty certain what it would have been, and it's everything that we thought it was. Like yeah. Grant Hill was that nigga, Grant yeah. Hill, Penny Hardaway, Allen Houston, like they was them niggas. Yeah. That, Houston, man. that knee injury, man, that knee, Roy, uh, Brandon Roy, that nigga. Like boy, that's the time about a career cut short. Brandon Roy was like on fire for four years. Yeah. And then just nothing. Injury after injury after injury. He Who knows what Greg Oden could have been? Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, and uh, who was the other nigga? LaMarcus Aldridge. If, that t- if they would have kept that core together, like, that's a pretty formidable team. That's a 50-win team. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean. Greg Oden, he was just Mr. Glass. Niggas brittle. He was brittle in high school. Like, even in college, his first year at Ohio State. He didn't play a lot. Like, damn. Kyrie didn't play a lot at Duke, neither, though. No. Still number one pick. Deservedly so. Yeah, but he didn't play a whole slew of games for the Blue Devils. Yeah. Let me get your idea on this. So, I know it was some conversation about Steph Curry, Magic Johnson, point guard, and all of this shit. And, um... People like to say, you know, Steph Curry wasn't a true point guard. It was not a true point guard. Okay. He plays the point guard position. Right. There is a two guard on that team. His and it's name, not Steph. And it's called he's called Clay Thompson. Steph initiates the offense. And Clay don't play like Steph. Like he's a he's I I don't I don't like this, you know, he's not a real point guard. Nigga, I'm the point on the team. <laughs> Nigga, like and like so Magic Johnson and A stats compared to each other. Magic Johnson averages like six more assists a game. That's a that's a substantial number. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's either really close or Steph is significantly better. Like by like the difference of Steph shooting from three, from two point, and from the free throw is a bigger difference than you just getting six more assists. Cause them six more assists is twelve points, my nigga. Like, I make up more than twelve points. There's a, there's a more than a twelve point difference between what I do and what you do. And the interesting thing is, both of those people are not quote unquote traditional point guards. So how do you? I I can't judge uh, a six nine point guard like I judge 
a six two point guard. You know what I really got a big problem with is like we throw mics in front of people's faces and act like we got to make legends defend their legacy. Magic was just great, plain and simple. I don't need to compare Magic to Steph Curry. Steph was just great. Like yes. he 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 moved the game. Magic moved the game forward. Steph moved the game forward another level. Kids play like Steph Curry. They sh- they shoot. It's it's not shit to see a kid take a shot from 30 feet to step two feet over half court, take a shot and drain that shit. That is the game now. They practicing it. They playing that way. Like I seen a nigga. Nobody plays in the paint. I saw a kid. Ten or under. I'm being generous with ten, but ten or under. Probably nine you. He was Kyrie Irving. Like the he looked like Kyrie Irving what all he was doing. I'm like, yo, us growing up, we didn't look like that. Like, and it made me think, like, yo, what if these kids are legitimately better than the key, the, the the players from such and such? When I say better, is I'm talking about better handle, better move, better shooter, all the things I can practice on. I don't mean that you play basketball better, because the game of basketball and these individual attributes that you have. But if you come with the basic skill set and it's better, like you are at an advantage. Yeah. Like these little kids, I be thinking like I thought, yo, this is gonna ruin kids because they gonna be pulling up from three and there's a bunch of air balls. They they be draining these bitches. They be doing the euro step. They Cause, be because that's what they practice. They practice. They have trainers. They don't go outside and play. They got trainers. It's like the world championships was last weekend. They running this weekend in Zurich right now. Everybody that won that ran the one hundred, the men's one hundred. This year was the fastest 100 race ever assembled. The niggas is all better than the, the top sprinters 10 years ago. Like the times they run, the winner, We was talking about shit earlier. Shit changes in 20, 10, 5, 10, 20 years. Shit changes drastically. Yeah. Remember when Michael Johnson was like one of the fastest niggas we had ever seen. And Noah Lyles matched his record last year in the 200. And uh, his high school niggas running that. F- it's, it's kids running that fast. Arian Knighton is 19 years old. Dog. He's 19 years old. He's the fastest 19 year old ever. He's faster than Usain Bolt was at 19. He he holds the 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 fat the the youth record uh, and the 100 the two like nigga fast fast <laughs> like man. So I don't know, man. I be wondering. I don't know, man. Sometimes it's some people who who transcend. I know, I know how great Michael Jordan was. You feel me? Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how great Michael Cooper was. I don't, I don't have enough. It wasn't trans. That's really drastic, Michael Cooper. But was a cold, right? Yeah. And it's, like I don't know that that translate. I see Michael Jordan game translate because the people who are in the NBA now emulate his game. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know what that is because Kobe did it. And now people emulate Kobe. Yeah, they Kobe. emulate Kobe. Yeah. That's what they do. And Kobe was – Jordan begot Kobe. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Some of these niggas are better athletes than you. That don't mean they know the fundamentals of the game better because I think that's where everybody lacking, like the fundamentals of the game. But as far as running fast, dribbling, and shooting, you got it. You got it. What can I say? 
Nigga, they go to they go to schools for sports. Like they go to IMG Academy, where they just play. They go to class and then they train in professional facilities for the sport that they're excelling in. They're training them to be professional athletes. Do you see uh, what little Kion out here doing? Mellow son. Yeah, that motherfucker cold. The number one point guard in the nation, De- uh, Darius Acuff from Detroit, Michigan, played his last two years. His Freshman and sophomore year at Cass Tech, he just transferred down to IMG Academy. He's the number one point guard in the nation. They are preparing him to be a prof- a point guard at the NBA level. And like Carmelo's son, they got like a YouTube show, basically. And they just, he got his own shit. He got his own personality. He's balling. They showed a, 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 him and uh, Melo going back and forth. He was like, it was like, somebody was like, Melo about a year and a half away from never beating his son again, one-on-one. Like, that's how I be. That's how I be. I bet you that young nigga be cold. What's so crazy is, is back in the day, if you was an NBA athlete, your son was never as good as you. Michael Jordan's sons ain't had no chance. Yeah, but now, all these niggas' sons are like... They good. going to the league. Like, they're good. Like... LeBron said, they said they about to, they, they figure out what's going on with his heart. Yeah, he's be, I'll be back in school soon. They said, uh, we're going to fix it, and he's going to be back 100%. And, uh, be in a draft next year. Yeah. Pop's pop son on some King Griffey and shit. I'd like to see it. Shit. Why not? i like to see history. I'd like to see that shit. Give me one season of LeBron and Bronny. Like, nigga. They can come to Detroit if y'all want to do shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> nigga, the, the hot and ready would be rocking. Nigga, I mean, you finally see me that, rooting for LeBron. That'd be the hardest ticket to get in the city. Home games at the hot and ready. Yeah. Oh, they'd be breaking into y'all niggas' cars. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to see Chappelle next week. You know? They gonna break. I don't even want to put that on you. Well, I'm going. I'm. I got a parking pass. I'm, I'll it. be straight. Uh, in any event, uh, let's get this shit going, man. Time for the Benny. Yeah, feel good music. Look, it's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three on all social media platforms, even the ones I can't really tap into like I want to. Look, man, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Pod. Book some motherfucking time. Oh, we're going to record Porch Party 2 next week, so there'll be a new episode of Sodom and Gomorrah's favorite podcast, Dame After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic Guru Pine is hilarious. Yo, man. Who said it? Who said it? <laughs> Show yourselves. <laughs> I think he mentioned us on the pod. I mean, uh, on a, in the text. It was Curve. <laughs> I knew it was Curve. <laughs> um, yo, shout out to y'all, man. 385 weeks in a row on you, ho. Mr. Marcus. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dan. Hell yeah. Peace.